Alright, uh, welcome once again to Legion of Reason Diversion. I am your host, the Supreme Reverend, Dr. Randy Tyson, and I'm joined again, as usual, by my two co-hosts, uh, Twyla and Christine. Say say hello to everybody. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Hello, everybody. There's, oh, yeah, I, I guess uh, you should put your... Uh, something up there someday, so that yeah, something okay. like that. What the heck? Because I'll, I'll have to turn it upside down again. But unless you can figure out how to do it on your end. Um, oh yeah, what have we got on our plate this week? Oh, uh, Christmas came early for me. Uh, Jody Wilson Raybould is out. I did not expect this. I did not see this coming. She is out as Justice Minister. Um, I I know that a lot of people were unhappy with that. I don't know why. I mean, I. Uh, personally, I think she did a horrible job, but, uh, especially with the medical assistance and dying file. I, she, that was the, she did a conservative job, and I use that in the pejorative, as big C conservative. <laughs> um, that's how good, or excuse me, bad I think she was at it. And she's been replaced, and he uh, by uh, David Lametti and. He has expressed a, a lot, already expressed, he's, he's just been sworn in, he's already expressed more interest in expanding medical uh, access to medical assistance and dying than, than Jody Wilson-Raybould ever, ever had. She, she just, you know, just, yeah, anyway, I can't say enough bad things about Wilson-Raybould. Um, what else we got? Uh, oh yeah, I, I'm going to, I wasn't originally going to talk about this, but, uh, there's a group in Toronto which is speaking of medical assistance dying. There's a, a group challenging yeah. the the directive from from the province that if you if it medical assistance in dying is something you uh, won't do, you have to refer to a physician who would be willing to look at the case. And this week, or yeah, I think it's this coming week, uh, uh, Monday and. Uh, and Tuesday, the the court case will be heard in Toronto court. Um, oh yeah, yeah, lots of Catholic watch again. I mean, this is, you know, this is a primarily Catholic country. I mean, it, at least the predominant denomination is Catholic. It's like 25 percent. And so, and a lot of you know, you, you can tell what's coming up. It's going to be sexual sexual abuse cases, etc. Uh, not all of it in Canada, though. I think we want, I want to talk about the nun in Detroit, but uh, th- this is this is going to make uh, uh, Christine apoplectic. The Stefans, well, I guess it'll make her happy in in one way. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear their name again. Yeah. <laughs> go away, go away. Yeah, they keep. Know. They Go keep ahead. giving us reasons to talk about them, though. Yeah, and it'll be a while because uh, their their retrials coming up in in June. Uh, what <laughs> else? I know there's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh yes, the the interesting case of James Sears, uh, Leroy Saint Germain. What a name, Leroy Saint Germain. <laughs> awesome name for a douchebag, but. Uh, and your ward news. The we're gonna have a little chat about that. I, I, this might we might actually have some disagreement here amongst us ourselves. Yay! <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, that's oh, and I love this one. The in the regressive left files, a comedian was rejected for a Montreal comedy show because he's white and he has dreadlocks. And and of all things, the 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 event was named the uh, Snowflake Comedy Club. I noticed the irony in that. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought it was a joke. It, yeah, I know it, they couldn't. Well, you know, anything to do with winter in Canada is going to bring up snowflake. But in this case, it was it's, a, it's a double entendre, right? It's <laughs> you can't make this stuff stuff up. It's amazing. It's so aptly named. Um, yeah. So, how is everybody this week? Um, how's things going? No comment. I can't no. complain, but my furnace just turned back on, and I might have to throw a dog in the house if she starts to harass oh. me more. Oh, all right. <laughs> is that, that a, is that a euphemism? Right is is throw, throw the dog in the house a euphemism? No, I won't no. literally oh, okay. throw her. I'll bribe her with a treat. So I'll be back, actually, because, yeah. Sure, yeah. okay. I, I've been dealing with back spasms all week since Monday. I've been in uh. a lot of pain. It's on the, on the way out. But it's uh, it's been a very trying week for me. Yeah, it's and stressful. It's, yeah, I can't even I can't have fun doing anything, and you know, even watching TV. Or I shouldn't say. <laughs> I mean, if that's the height of what I do for fun, that's pretty sad. Uh, but if you're in I, pain, I can't even relax in front of the TV, which is what I like to do. But oddly enough, it didn't affect my sleep, which is really strange. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I've had pain where it has, and it's that's really not fun. Anyway, go back to Jody Wilson-Raybould. She, I, I was saying the last episode that I didn't think that this, I thought this was very unlikely to happen that she would be turfed as justice minister. I don't know why she was. Everybody sees this as a demotion. She's being sent over to uh, be the minister of Vet, for veteran affairs. Um. Yeah, I. It to me, it's inexplicable a bit, but I'm happy. <laughs> I can't complain. Yeah. I got what I wished for, and uh, it was just weird. You were just talking about that. I was. Right I was it saying. Happened. I was hoping, but I was not hopeful. And then it happened. It's. I think it's too. It could still happen that the the law gets expanded under uh, Lemedy, but. There's very little time. We have this is an election year, federally and provincially. We're gonna have the provincial election at some point. We don't know when. Yeah, soon though, before so summer. Gonna, yeah, yeah. For for the for the provincial one, yeah. Uh, the federal one will probably be somewhere in October. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm not hopeful for for the Trudeau government. Uh, I also predict the NDP to disappear off the face of the earth. Yeah, but Sheer is very racist. Definitely. He's spreading misinformation about the sovereignty yeah. of Canada. And... There, there, yeah, there's no, I, I don't know what I'm going to do when it comes to voting. I, I'm going to go to the booth and probably, uh, I will probably uh, spoil my ballot. I, I, and, and I will make sure that they know <laughs> that it's spoiled. Be, because there's no nowhere for me to go. Uh, there's no, no center anymore. And... You know, the, the Liberal Party, which would occupy the center normally, is just, I don't know. They've been a huge disappointment. So I, I got nowhere to go. And 
most people don't agonize over who they're going to vote for. Uh, I do. I, I agonize over it. Even though it's just one vote, I still agonize over it. I'm going to stick with the policies. This po- the policies I know will help us the most. Yeah. That, that, yeah the just problem because is Andrew Shear is... Uh, Andrew Shear is our Trump, unfortunately. He is He's not incredibly scary. <laughs> oh, you He's scary. Have you, He's, he lies. He but, lies oh. about... The immigrants. Jason Kenny does. He's lying. Kenny's conservative too, but this is federal versus yeah, true. provincial. So they're both conservatives. They're both lying the same way, sowing hate exactly the way Trump did. Yeah, it's very, I, I, very unnerving. I take a look at his smug face, and, and it is smug. I think that's the. It just there's nothing sincere about the man. I, I he strikes. In a different way, but in the same way, uh, he struck me as a lot like Tom Mulcair. I mean, just very, very surfacey, you know, like just like almost forcing himself to be nice. <laughs> you know, at least Justin Trudeau speaks his mind. Um, um, but, at least the liberal policies will not wreck Canada the way the conservative policies. Well, that's have. if they if they would actually keep any of their promises. Really. It, you know, whatever happened to first getting rid of first past the post? Gone. <laughs> Never happened. Um, you know, it was a bunch of other things. It's just, you know, he, and he's he's not even my kind of feminist. You know, he's a he's an <laughs> equality of outcome feminist as opposed to an equality of opportunity feminist, which is what I am. Um, yeah, it, so we're even incompatible on something as fundamental as that. But Any, look at the parties over each other. Look at the policies over the people. Sure, but I, I just, it's not a good, this was not a good run for, for Justin Trudeau. And there were some very big gaffes. Uh, one of the other things that really pissed me off about Jody Wilson-Raybould was tweeting about, the, you remember the Bushy trial in Saskatchewan where uh, Farmer was put on trial for uh, manslaughter? In the case of of a, of a bunch of uh, First Nations uh, adults, they were adults. Let's, let's face it, uh, committing a rash of crimes, and he was found not guilty. And both Trudeau and Wilson Raybould tweeted out that they were uh, upset about the the result of the trial because it would set back relations with First Nations. And I'm just like, what? You know, even if that's true, that's completely irrelevant to the case. You don't find people, you know, guilty or not guilty on the basis of how the the uh, verdict is going to affect things external to it. Yeah. It's not justice. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> After looking Good at question. the trial. Yeah. What's that? Good question. Are we <clears throat> streaming on, on Facebook? Yeah, we should be. Okay, can't find it. Uh, let's say it's it's streaming. It said it expired. It okay. Somewhere out there, it's a I don't know. It might <laughs> not be streaming to that. I always have this problem page. with one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, strange. Okay. Let me go to the. Take a look at the chats. Yeah. So, it, it, uh, Wilson Raybould's out and Lamedy's in. That's that was a surprise. It's also pretty late in the game to make, be making cabinet shuffles. 
you know, I, I think. Maybe they're finally listening and put people in that will do the job. Um, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know what the the uh, the reason was for this. So I just got to do something here. Where else well, we maybe it has something here? to do with the issues you had with her. I'm sure you're not uh, the only one who's. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe, but I hope I hope they were feeling the heat. Because, uh, you know, I, th I think she was. A lot of people though thought she did a great job, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what, what, with what, you, with, what? with with the the whole uh, portfolio of of uh, Justice Department, and I'm like, what are you watching? I mean, <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> something completely different. Apparently, it's like they're commenting on the Super Bowl while, while we're we're talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs or something. It's weird. Um, Maybe illegal. Did she have anything to do with legalizing weed? I mean, that's been in the worst. Oh no, that well, that was now, that was Justin Trudeau's yeah baby, right? That 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 was that was a good thing. I don't I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of other broken promises that I do have. A problem with. You know, he could have stepped up, took leadership, and you know, instead of saying, "Well, we can't, nobody can uh, agree on how we should get rid of first past the post." Uh, in elections, well, step up and, and figure something out. Do what you promised to do. Instead, you just said you just threw his hands up and gave up. And I was like, "Oh, come on, that's yeah. not how. That's not leadership." Oh, well. can't uh, you can't uh, please everybody? But I don't think in this case he pleased anybody. So there you go. Well, I like this. Um, in the article, it says, Lametti's appointment has raised hope among those who believe the yes. law, which stipulates that a person's natural death must be reasonably foreseeable, is too restrictive. The former law professor was one of the four liberal MPs that voted against it in 2016, saying that it could be unconstitutional. Um, so hopefully he starts fighting for more reasonable. Is. It probably is. I, I have trouble believing the current law would stand up to a... Uh, a constitutionality challenge uh, but it, yeah. we're waiting we're waiting the outcome of a couple of cases one in British Columbia uh, which is the uh, oh, her last name is lamb can't remember her mm. first name uh, that's one case but you, they need to I was talking with dying with dignity a few weeks back I might have mentioned this but they, they're really waiting for a federal challenge and mm. not not in each of the provinces uh, so that that's what they're kind of going to put uh, their money behind that way it it any any change that is dictated by the courts must be done by all provinces and not by you know individual provinces makes, makes yeah and they sense. are they are arguing that uh, the current law um but they have degenerative diseases. They contend the foreseeable death requirement yeah. unfairly does exclude them. Yeah. Uh, so and Lametti is all for yeah. changing that to include them. So hopefully they'll win their cases and he can go forward changing it. Yeah. Uh, eventually it's going to be the courts that are going to force the hand of governments. And that, that's, that's, a, that's pretty much been par for the course with uh, medical assistance and dying because politically it's kind of a hot potato 
<laughs> and so if, if the courts mandate it, well, they could say, well, I hate it's it's not us that's doing this it's the courts that are telling us we have to do this yeah which is good because the conservatives would just you know throw in the towel and say uh well too bad i'm not having actually i would be that would be the best case scenario is if there's no not allowing no law at all no no they can't that law was struck down They, they they can't go and reenact a law that would prohibit it I mean that's that's already I'm sure they would block any avenue they could including allowing the next group to have their voice well unfortunately the the liberals are are dragging their feet too well conservatives would do all they could to get rid of it to Which pander I, to their oh yeah they're, they're, their they group try, that doesn't want it at all no. these anti-choice people that keep interfering in everyone else's lives that's who they cater to yep that's true <laughs> That brings us to, uh, there's a group, uh, we, we talked a little bit about this. In they're the they're uh, so, oh, their group names are tell-all. Yeah, they are actually. Uh, the Christian Medical and Dental Society of Canada. Uh, I don't know too many, I know, don't know too many dentists who are going to get involved in the medical system dying. But anyway, uh, the, the Canadian Federation of Catholic Physicians Societies and the Canadian Physicians for Life. Well, you can tell they're probably. I'm willing to bet for that, suffering. Yeah, I'm willing to bet that members of one are probably members of all three. <laughs> like they're, yeah, they're whole... and and they don't feel they should have to refer patients to services yeah. they refuse to do. And what the hell kind of attitude is that? Yeah, well, they're they're arguing that being mandated to provide what is called effective referral that's what they call it uh is is uh not striking the right balance between their rights and the patient's patient's rights blocking them from getting services oh yeah they think they they have a right to do that they say they say that nobody has provided uh any evidence that uh not uh, being that they don't have to refer causes a, a significant barrier but of course it does it it, it means yeah. that they have to phone find find another physician how is that not a barrier exactly uh, uh, there was something uh, uh the, the the most important part is and this was recognized by um by people that uh, somewhere in this article that uh, okay, here, here, I'll just read it. The, the appellants put forward no evidence of a sincere religious objection to working with administrative staff who might connect patients with non-objecting providers or to working in a practice group which can triage patients. More importantly, they put forward no evidence on of the actual burden, financial, logistical, or otherwise, of making such administrative changes. What's more, it said the power, relative power and privilege of physicians as compared to the vulnerable patients they refuse to assist should be considered. That last point is the most important one. Mm-hmm. The, the doctor-patient relationship is very skewed towards, in terms of power distribution towards the doctor. And how is it saying, oh, I don't do, I don't refer for medical assistance of dying, or, uh, not a judgment. You know, it, it's... And they say it right here. Uh, it ignores the very feelings of judgment, shame, and stigma that patients experience when their physicians fail to provide the individualized care patients see. 
Yeah, it's the same and, thing and as then not they make this, birth control. And this is a big point here. The burden imposed on doctors through policies and administrative ones since the referral can be handled by other staff members. They don't even have to do it themselves, but they still want yeah. to make it very difficult for the pers- these patients to talk well, to someone they need to about seeking it. Yeah, well, look at uh, Covenant Health and, and how they've forced people to leave the, the, the institution to, to go to a bus shelter. I mean, that's just sick. Lord. How is that alleviating suffering? So it's adding to it. That's, that's all there is. It just, the, the whole example. Just hearing about it hurts almost, yeah. you know? Like, Jesus, oh, yeah. it's awful. Well, this, this is where Wilson Raybould failed. And, and, and not only her, it's not just her. Pretty much every justice minister in or health minister in every province did the same thing. So it's not just her. But it's still wrong. So, I mean, it's moral. I find it morally objectionable, not just some, you know, some... It's, it's already demonstrated real harm. It's not just an abstraction. It's, it's real. Anyway. Um, Stefan's? <laughs> Stefan, Stefan, Stefan. This, this story is at least this story is a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's that's true. I, I can't believe that the nerve, the nerve is oh. <laughs> and they nerve that to... they would kill their child and ask for money. To... I know. What the four million dollars the taxpayers are going to cough up for that bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Bloody so well lost just freaking mind well remember that the the stefans uh they uh hurt well they basically used home remedies on their uh son infant son ezekiel or not infant i guess he was a couple years old um and only only uh, got professional you know real doctors involved in the process after the child stopped breathing and they were granted a retrial by the supreme court of Canada and they wanted four million dollars from the Alberta government to pay for their past and future legal fees yeah uh, the judge I mean, this is this is the problem of representing yourself don't ever represent yourself <laughs> well uh, they're so arrogant they think they know more than doctors and lawyers oh, so of course they're gonna represent no, themselves no question David Stefan is extremely arrogant um, mm-hmm. uh, he's 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 demonstrated that again and again. Uh, he's uh, I love that the judge said. Uh, well, let me let me try something here. Uh, yeah, here we go. You don't have any resources. Oh, sorry. Let me try it again. You don't have any resources. That's what you're telling me, and you're not getting any here. Justice John <laughs> Rook told David Stefan, who was acting on behalf of himself and his wife in a Calgary courtroom. You know what they say about somebody who represents themselves, right? They have a fool for a client. Yeah. Uh, Didn't the judge so, essentially allude to that too? Yeah, he, he kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, he said, uh, you're in the wrong, oh, sorry. You're in the wrong procedure and the wrong place. That's civil court. Another judge, another day. <laughs> Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So he, Here he it also, is. Yeah. What? You don't have to justify why you're not applying for or talking about legal aid. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You don't, 
Um, some people may say you're a fool for not doing it, but that's your business. You have the right to represent yourself, the justice said. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Kind of make, make my yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, that uh, poor ju- Oh, God, I would have been seething, absolutely seething if I had to listen to that shit. Uh, He's very tactful about it still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He basically just said, you're in the wrong place. Uh, don't yeah. bother me. And he dismissed the whole thing. So yeah, doesn't look like he's going to get much. One dollar, let alone the one million for the past legal expenses and three million. <sighs> oh well. Mm. Good. Infuriating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, no right decision, obviously, but uh, you know. He, you know well, I'm of, glad yeah. they keep proving over and over again how ridiculous they are to the courts. It's only going to work for the Against favor them, of yeah. justice, at least. Yeah. So we'll keep. Uh, I, I, Somebody okay. pointed to something on his Facebook page, and it's absolutely repulsive the way people are just falling over him like he's some kind of freaking hero. Oh, oh to the alt med crowd, yes. Yeah. Alties yeah. love him because he's standing up for their right to choose to chill, kill their children with garlic smoothies. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, what else have we got? Oh, I guess pretty. Oh, I'm just going to go to the. I think we'll just start with uh, here we go. Come on. It's now time for the Legion of Reasons Catholic Watch. Oh, where would this podcast be without Catholicism? (laughs) What a bunch of people, don't we? Yeah, there's a bunch of, yeah, but they've all got a similar theme. (laughs) No, do they? Surprise, surprise. Yeah. What would that be? Yeah, sexual abuse. But it comes, this one comes, I want to preface this this one here, this this nun that resigned from a Detroit cemetery, uh, cemetery, seminary. Seminary. uh, After sex. Seminary, cemetery, whatever. Uh, this one's, I, I'm going to call it a one-off. I'm not going to call this, it's sort of. Uh, this, this is kind the of on is, the, How do you know the, when they keep hiding stuff? Well, the problem was that people who complained were actually thrown out of the seminary. That's my <laughs> problem. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> so this happened at Sacred Heart Seminary. And, seminary? Doesn't that sound like semen? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> seminary seminary in Seminary uh, in Detroit announced this week the resignation of Sister Mary Finn. I had to think, I had to think for a second what what SR period meant. I'm like, it's almost senior? like senior, but I yeah. guess so, exa- I'm not, she like, was okay, eighty four. Eighty. She's now eighty four. And oh. as a longtime faculty member and assistant professor of theology, which means she's good at bullshit. After allegations surfaced that she had sexual contact with young adult novices under her charge in the 1970s. And were these all women, girls? I, I, Two, I think. I, Being yeah. not Two adult yeah, novices, so. she says. But who knows? Or nuns to be? Uh, I imagine so. Pre-nuns. Or some kind of... <laughs> uh, yeah. So... It, it's it, Again, nothing was done. I mean... Uh, there were allegations made, heard, and nothing was done. It's just more of the same. Um, after co- a series of conversations with her, her superior, 
Archbishop Veneron, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, uh, and members of the Archbishop's team, I have accepted her resignation from the Faculty of Sacred Heart Major Seminary, effective today. Um, there was, uh, where was this? There's, they were talking about, uh, everybody was glowing in, in, her, in their assessments of her, of course. Uh, oh yeah, while serving as rector of Sacred Heart in the late 1990s, this is the Archbishop was saying, uh, I was given, no, I gotta do this right. While serving as rector of Sacred Heart in the late 1990s, I was given par partial details about St. Mary's inappropriate, or St. Mary's, uh, <laughs> Sister Mary's inappropriate conduct that had occurred in the early 70s. At the time, I thought the matter had been resolved. I regret this was not the case. So, they knew in the 90s this happened, and did nothing. <laughs> it is only, oh, here we go. It is only in recent days that I have come to know new and additional details and context regarding Sister Mary's misconduct. Based on this information, the current rector, Monsignor, La whatever, accepted Sister Finn's resignation, and I endorse this action. Yeah. <laughs> 20 I years didn't later. understand any of that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I hope you're projecting the text at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, they knew it in the, in the '90s that this happened. Oh, but I thought things had been taken care of. But she's still there. So how could things have been taken care of? Well, they got people so, to resign, or yeah. they kicked people out. Where is that? Yeah. Um, uh, the next paragraph uh, in 1969, three years before. Uh, Camden, one of the there's one of the novices, and the other novice were expelled from Finn's order. Finn began working at Sacred Heart Seminary, so that she basically expelled anybody who was going to rat her out. She sounds like a very creepy person. Yeah, mm -hmm. but everybody was oh so glowing in their their assessment of her. And, um, and then her resignation letter, which they posted to those seminaries web seminaries website. Finn admits to misusing her position of authority as the director of novices no in the kidding. home visitors of Mary H A H V M, engaging in in inappropriate conduct with two adult novices. I regret that behavior. Yeah. Uh, she's been this quiet. Oh, okay, do it again. She's been this quiet, spiritual, loving, easygoing person. The guys in the seminary, they adore her. Yeah, I'm, whatever. Um, but apparently not everybody uh, remembers her fondly. Um, uh, let's see, where was this? Two former seminarians at Sacred Heart Seminary, Seminary, excuse me, have told CNA, uh, Catholic News Agency, that Finn had a reputation for being overly handsy with seminar seminarians. Extended hugs, smooches, squeezes, and generally unwanted contact were to be expected from Finn. In legal terms, it was called. It would be called. Now, well, here's the quote. In legal terms, it was unwelcome touching. If but if a seminary a seminarian reported it, they became a problem. Yeah, yeah that that's how they dealt with these things. So you're under threat. Of, um, uh, did you expulsion. see that part? Where he, uh, Finn, who, who's saying this? 
Another former seminarian who asked for anonymity said she was always touching people, people. While he doesn't know of any explicitly sexual touching, he said her behavior was grossly inappropriate. He recalled one instance when Finn almost pushed a seminarian over a balcony only to pull him back at the last second as a joke. Hmm. So these were men. And the guy went to throw a punch and saw that it was her. <laughs> Assuming it was a fellow seminarian. She had no sense of boundaries. Yeah. No Here's kidding. another one. Both both former seminaries. <laughs> seminaries. <laughs> Thank you. Told CNA separately that Finn was known for wandering the residence wing of the seminary late at night, unannounced, and would often walk past seminarians who were in their towels or boxers coming to and from the communal showers. <laughs> one time, Finn wandered in on a priest in the shower, but that issue was promptly addressed said one of the former sem seminarians. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> undressed. High, undressed. Higher rank. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, person all this in, is just picking on Yeah, per, this is a person in, in power and yeah, it's... Taking advantage of yeah. people under there. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Okay, both former seminarians also told CNA that Finn's theology was unsound. Oh yeah. Part yeah. of our theology classes, they said, included feelings lists where seminarians were asked to recall an experience from their lives and describe their feelings. And the lists provided included feeling words such as sexy, hot, or horny. <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> literally feeling words. I mean, theology feeling is generally unsound anyway, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's just so bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So she, she sexually harassed people and got away with it for a long time. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Let's go, go so ahead. I remember... The ex-fiance was telling me uh, about, you know, he used to go to Catholic school and he was often in trouble and um, he had to sit under the nun's desk or whatever. And that was uh, apparently oh my. too sketchy. Well, she didn't fart. So, I don't know. He said it was, you know, in hindsight that it was inappropriate. I don't know exactly what happened, but just sitting a kid under your desk, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> that's that in and of wow. itself is fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, then we move from Detroit to Montreal. Montreal priest Brian Boucher pleads guilty to sexually abusing a minor. Um, so this happened, the, the actual incident happened in the mid-1990s. Uh, Boucher is now 56 and he's pled guilty to two charges in a Montreal courthouse, sexual interference and invitation to sexual touching. And the, the events took place in the late 1990s. Um, the victim actually, he only pled guilty after the victim came forward to, uh, give, uh, give evidence. And he was, the, the victim was 10 years old at the time. And, uh, he said that the, uh, the abuse occurred in some form every time he was with the priest, which he estimated was, was about twice a week over a three year period. Oh my God. He, he would pick me up at LaSalle Catholic School, which was a block and a half from the church. He would drive me back to my house, and he would have his hand on my thigh or on my belt buckle, he told the court. Ew. He would always try to grab my crotch. Um, mm. And Boucher would sometimes, 
get this, take him to confession afterwards. He said, I was supposed to confess something that was still going on right now. And right after confession, I knew the exact same thing would be going on again. Oy, this guy's this is beyond creepy. Um, yeah. So, but after. What's really sad. Yeah. Um, he said family members had asked Boucher to take him under his wings while his father was in prison, and the priest became a father figure of sorts. Yeah. Isn't that, you yeah. know, trust, ugh, don't trust your kids with priests, please. Anybody. <laughs> don't trust or, your kids with anybody. Yeah, and, and you know what? Don't be Catholic. <laughs> yeah, that too. Don't, if you're still Catholic yeah. after like, <laughs> all this, what the hell is wrong with you? Stop assuming these people are more moral. They're not. They're not. And, yeah. And it actually go, goes to, you know, Catholicism doesn't necessarily isn't the cause of this. It's it's the power relationship that is responsible for this. It, this allows these things to happen. And well, I think it's I think it's both. Well, hmm. I mean, clearly, you know, you know, all through the world, we're finding this stuff out for decades, centuries now. There's something yeah, that's because of know, the power of the Catholic Church held over over the lay. Uh, the laity and yeah but there's all kinds of persuasive things yeah. you know like oh uh it's not a sin if you do it with me or uh, god yeah, wants yeah, it you know both, that both, kind yeah. of thing right yeah i just don't understand people who are still catholic after all this yeah i mean what what does the church i keep saying this what does the church have to do before you quit and just give up and say yeah this is this is shit yeah I um, had cause to be at the foothills recently, and um, I was chatting with, hmm? yeah, Hospital. well, yeah. the cancer clinic, right? Yeah. And, you know, follow-up. And um, so the, the person who was, um, you know, examining me and that kind of thing, um, we got on the uh, the topic of the right to die with dignity, and he had no idea what was going on in these Catholic hospitals. And he um, kind of, he said, I'm Catholic, and he looked, like, embarrassed, right? <laughs> but I Good. totally disagree with that. He said that would never happen at the foothills. He was just appalled when I told him some of the stories. Hey, he had no idea. Huh. Can you imagine, hey? Oh, that's Not to, you know, I mean, if you're working in a good work environment, then, yeah, yeah. Disseminate the information. And, yeah. And we moved from Montreal to right here in Calgary. Priest in the northeast of Calgary charged with sexual assault. Um, I'm um, hearing from face people on Facebook. They can't hear us on Facebook, but they can hear us on YouTube. Okay, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm sorry. Sorry, Facebook, but you're yeah. Go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, priest and earth. Yeah, a Catholic. A Cal yeah, Calgary police have charged a Catholic priest with sexually assaulting a woman more than six years ago. Um, investigators say the woman told them last October about assaults at. St. Mark Roman Catholic Church in Marlboro, which is in the northeast of Calgary, uh, between September and October in 2012. And the woman said she was touched on several occasions by the church's pastor. And Malcolm Joe D'Souza of Calgary was arrested on Friday and charged with one count of sexual assault. Last fall, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Calgary put D'Souza on administrative leave after receiving allegations of sexual misconduct. The diocese said the allegations involved two minors and several adults, adding the incidents are said to have taken place between 2010 and 2016. 
He had previously been assigned to multiple Calgary and Southern Alberta parishes between 2002 and 2018. Does that sound familiar? It does, doesn't it? I'm surprised he Getting wasn't moved too... around. I'm surprised he wasn't moved out of the country and stuff like that. Like some uh, of them. Yeah. yeah. So he was moved around Southern Alberta by guess who? And it's not said yeah. here, but it had to be on the orders of Bishop Fred fucking Henry. Yeah. <laughs> and so my question, and I w would love it if the journalists tried to find out and ask him point blank, what did you know and when did you know it? And yeah. what did you do about it? Moved him around. Uh, just weeks earlier, a statement released by the, by, uh, the Calgary Diocese and said another Calgary priest was suspended over claims of sexual misconduct in, ba in, Va in a Vancouver parish between 1998 and 2003. It's just still rampant. This is still going on. It's going on here, it's going on there, and it's going on everywhere. The only place it isn't going on is Antarctica, and that's only because <laughs> there aren't any damn priests there or Catholics. <laughs> The only safe place on earth. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Well, I, they have a post if, office, if you, but there's no cathedral. Um, if if you're Canadian and you um, have had issues, speak out because there's no statute of limitations here, unlike yeah. the U.S. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. speak out. So just and I, uh, I, if, if people sure. don't believe you, there's Keep, a there's a community yeah. of people who will. Because yep. I've heard about, you know, kids that go to tell their parents and their parents will say, shut up, that didn't happen or whatever, you know, you, how dare you talk about the priest that way, right? So yeah. if you're in that situation, there are not as um, many of them get as there out there, seek help and yeah, yeah. Now it's totally believable. Uh, be, be yeah, they've got likely actually. Yeah. <laughs> so D'Souza is going uh, to court uh, next month and yeah, exactly. There. Uh, on this uh, Calgary Herald uh, page, there's a number of contacts you can uh, use if if you've ever suffered abuse. Period. Let alone from the Catholic Church. Don't go to the church. No, no. Stop Don't. going to the church. No, of course the last not. place. The last place you should go to is the church because they'll do some investigating. Well, who cares what they investigate? Mm -hmm. They'll investigate. Then they move the guy around. They cannot be go trusted. Go to the police. Clearly, the police. just go to the police. Yeah. Screw the church. The church cannot and, uh, be trusted. And if, if the police don't help you, call one of those numbers and, and just they keep will. going until you, you know, yeah, they will. Yeah. The police will. It's yeah. Those, those days are gone. Um, well, hopefully, you know, they've, they've yeah, got to have evidence and all so. that kind of stuff too, yeah. right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. Um, this one I, I, I like. This story, uh, religious lifestyles for Catholic school teachers necessary, or there's no reason for us to exist. Oh, no, sorry. I'll try to get <laughs> Or there's no reason for us to exist. Says re trusty rep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> this or Bye. that, you know. We have to be special or... <sighs> yeah, we, we... It's not bigotry if it's religion. Yeah, it's moral, isn't yeah. it? You know, this is, yeah. You know. Unbelievable. It was an Alberta Catholic, okay, this is a Catholic uh, school board trustee talking. Uh, it concerns us greatly to think that people feel unsafe or felt bullied in their schools. Uh, Alberta 
Catholic School Trustees Association President Serena Shaw said on Monday, referring to news stories about LGBTQ teachers feeling unsure their employment is secure because of their sexual orientation. And we've talked about this a little bit uh, in previous episodes. Um, the, the coverage of that uh, prompted uh, David Egan, who is the education minister, to request copies of all school boards' employment agreements so that he could review them. It makes and, get rid of this discrimination. Yeah, it is. Uh, Shaw said she hopes the practice of asking Catholic teachers to sign Catholicity is that, that even a word? Catholicity? <laughs> Agreements <laughs> as, as a condition of their employment can continue. Fuck no. <laughs> like, come on. The, okay, I, I'm going to ask people, I, I ask this of anybody who's Christian or heavens to, uh, Muslim and they're gay. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, not the why of the gay part, but it's, I don't understand. How can you be Catholic and gay? Yeah. Come on, come on. Why support an institution that's just going to be discriminating against you? That, that is so harmful to a human, to anyone's psyche to be, to believe in something that tells them that they are broken when they're not. As long as you don't engage in, yeah, whatever. That's that's a load of crap too. <sighs> yeah, this whole broken thing is, ugh. it's 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 like um, redemptive suffering. Like, why would you consider yourself broken? Like, nobody is perfect, but like, what language to imagine telling a child they're broken, raising a child to believe that mm. they're broken? You know, why yeah. not and say they... to a child, you know, like you're a great person, you can accomplish these wonderful things, and I'm behind you, and not tell them they're broken. You know, it's stupid. Yeah. Well, it's not Christian to be gay, so uh, you've got to fix. Yeah. In their it's a, minds, it's, a, it's absolutely abhorrent if you're gay or yeah, LGBTQ. You have to be in serious denial if you're gay and and a member of the Abrahamic religions. Seriously, in denial uh, about about it. And so, these people are saying, here, I'm guessing that if you're going to be gay you're not catholic you shouldn't get to work there and as a catholic you're not catholic for eight hours a day you're catholic all the time so basically they're saying to be catholic you can't be gay are they not oh you, you can be gay you're just not allowed to act on it right yeah yeah which of course is total bullshit yeah there, there was something in here i'm looking up the, for the word i mean they this Shaw person is saying, oh, they freely signed these agreements. No. Or they won't no, get they hired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's nothing free <laughs> about it. it. It's, it, it's, they either, yeah, exactly. They either sign it or so they you have get a to, job. You have, you have to avoid birth control and fertility treatment. You have to refrain yeah. from acting upon same-sex attraction. <laughs> and you have to get married before you get pregnant. And that's being a Catholic. So if you're Catholic and don't agree with that, you're not Catholic, according to them. Uh, yeah, but that, if you're not Catholic and you want to try and leave the Catholic Church, good luck with that. They want, you know, names on the roster or whatever, right? 
Yeah, as she says, as a Catholic, you're not a Catholic for eight hours a day. You're a Catholic all the time. But you're not a teacher so you, all the time. Uh, Jeez. So you you can't do any of that stuff. You can't have same-sex attraction. You can't... Um, you have to get married before you get pregnant. You have to avoid birth control and fertility treatments even after you're married. Wow. So yeah, this is if you don't follow that, you're not Catholic at all. And and, and stop pretending you are Catholic if you do avail yourselves of those things, please, because you're not. Yeah, according to Just them, you're not a Catholic. It. And I, I, you know, there are by that definition, there's probably. Hardly any Catholics. (laughs) You know, it's they they just don't do anything about it. Uh, You know, they used to excommunicate right and left. Now they they know that if they do, they won't have anybody uh, fill in their coffers. Yeah. Imagine having to avoid birth control even after you're married. And it was was, uh, somebody in uh, uh, who was commenting on this uh, that. You know, just just imagine if this was, you know, take the Catholicism out of this, and you were applying for for a job, and they demanded this of you. What do you think would happen? I mean, it would be massive human rights uh, uh, complaints all over the place, and yet we excuse it when it's religion. Well, I don't, but. But apparently the government does. Oh. It's, it's starting they just to... found out the government. They've just started finding out. Yeah. So now <laughs> That's what's been happening the whole time in Alberta. Yeah. And if you talk to Catholics who are very Catholic and are very homophobic, this is absolutely how you be Catholic. And you shouldn't be around their children unless you are like that. It's just ludicrous expectations of anybody. And how I bet most of the the female teachers do take birth control. They just sign the thing and just take birth control. How are they they going to know? know? How are they going to know? How are you going to know if they use condoms or IUDs? Are you going to check? I I just want this Catholic school system to disappear. Just go away. Well, we got to change the what is it? The Constitution. Well, you could just the government could just choose not to uh, uh, to act on on the constitution. Have you seen how many Catholic schools there are? There's some areas that still only have Catholic schools. Yeah, it's true, and they act as the public school, which I think is is a violation of the rights of of uh, people who want secular education. Mm-hmm. And it, what you know, with Saint, uh, oh, what the heck, one not Saint. Uh, Martinville was the and Mornville. test case for the Mornville oh, area. Mornville, yeah, that was the test case. Thing is, this isn't going to happen overnight. Well, <sighs> I could. seriously don't know how that's going to happen. There's still so yeah, many. If Catholics. the NDP isn't going to do it, nobody's going to do it. Yeah. So I'm I'm not holding out any hope. Because um, of this, there are so many Catholics, and it's going to be a repetitive repetitive cycle until there's no catholics so that's going to take a long time say hello hammy 
<laughs> All right, Hammy. Uh, Can you see my avatar now? Oh, yeah, yeah you're upside, upside down. down. Yeah. Okay. You're upside down, dragon. Yeah, you're upside down. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Hi, everybody. I'm upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. That one, too. You're just hanging from something. Yeah, I'm not even it's showing like any face movements. <laughs> <laughs> night creature. Okay. Uh, night. Now we're going to come to the point where we might have some disagreements. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we don't. Uh, these guys, these two douchebags, uh, James Sears on the right, and on the left is Leroy St. Germain. What a awesome. They're name. odd. Yeah. That's an odd picture. I mean, they're very opposite of each other, aren't they? Yeah, one's a slime ball and the other's a, an old jackass. Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they were uh, in court and were convicted of spreading uh, uh, hate uh, speech uh, against women and Jews. Shock and surprise. Uh, did anybody look up J uh, James Sears, who he is? No. He, he goes under another name, Dimitri the Lover. Oh, and I he has two... I thought he, he looked has, familiar somehow. <laughs> and he has... Well, in 1991... <laughs> And uh, he, he was he he lost his medical license yes, in 1992 for sexual misconduct. Yeah, he, uh, he has two convictions of sexual conviction. assault from 1991. Yeah, compares he, himself to a persecuted Jesus. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, oh here, trying here, to start, this, remind me of Stefan here. So these guys mm -hmm. here, I'll uh, uh, I'll uh, let's go to uh, over here. I'm gonna play the video here. We are not afraid. So, um, we have Jesus on our side and we're going to appeal. We're the largest Christian-backed newspaper in the world. And I find it very hard to believe that what we published about Jews and women, which a lot of it is right out of the Oops, sorry, right out of the Bible. Right out of the Bible. Well, as yeah. long as it's coming out of the Bible, it's fine. Wow. Okay, yep. your Bible's a hate speech okay and that doesn't make it okay yeah I, I think it is um but here here's the thing i hate this law i just hate this law um it it's 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 potential for abuse is so great that i think lose it um <laughs> it is it isn't a slippery slope argument when this is the slippery slope it's, we're already on it. I mean, we've seen it, what happens in, in uh, places like Germany. I understand Germany because they have <laughs> serious history uh, that they Well, if you've seen what the yellow vesters are doing in Canada right now, we're going to get a history. And there's also Britain where, where people for burning the Koran have been arrested. And that's, that's not for government to get involved in. Okay, um, what were they charged with? Uh, hate speech. And and if you ever For go Germany. here, I'll show I'll show. Uh, the, uh, this is the. It's such a childish paper. Your Ward News. This they have it on the website. Here's here you go. I I, I find it totally <laughs> incomprehensible. I mean, for God's sakes, I'm going to show you something. Um, 
here here's the website for the podcast okay looks really good right professional sort of right <laughs> you compare, compare compare that to to your word news is a bloody amateur did this anyway you know I, all all these really weirdo type types have this kind of i'm surprised it isn't like multicolored mixed fonts all over the place in all caps <laughs> you know yeah you know, the all it, caps would be appropriate appropriate yeah it, it's it's like yeah, they're okay there's a lot of red and blue but it looks like somebody who, who's who's deranged. I mean, all these conspiracy websites look kind of like they're, they're usually worse than this. It's actually pretty good for a conspiracy website, but it's still pretty bad in terms of design. Um, well, let's get into the words. Um, oh, it's incomprehensible. Don't even try. Don't even try. Well, <laughs> prosecutor Robin Flummerfelt told. The trial, the publication, 20 issues from the start of 2015 to the summer of 2018, they, they had to actually go in and scrutinize these. So they found they demonized feminists as dangerous people called mm -hmm. women tri orifice chattels. The paper branded feminists as Satanists exhilarated by abortion and claim women are inferior and feminism encourages rape. So if you're going to be a feminist, you deserve to be raped. Yeah, um, it also had claimed existence of a worldwide bloodthirsty Jewish conspiracy. The imagery depicted Jews as devils with serpent tongues and reptilian hands and argued Jews were the ones behind the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And the Holocaust was a Jewish myth mm -hmm. to strengthen their control of the world. So Hitler wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad uh, stuff. And, and yeah. yet... I hate that they were being charged with hate crime. I hate it. Yeah, well, how are you going to get this stuff? Well, how do you a... deal with this stuff? Well, uh, like, well, how else can you deal with it? I do not want them to anyone to use the machinations of the state. That is that's out of bounds as far as I'm concerned, and that's what I hate about these laws. Because so without definitions without of it, though, Pammy, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, how are women going to take this taken down so they don't have, you know, violent rapes happening? I don't think that has, I guess you can't really prove that this would cause people to go and rape women if they're feminist. But the kind of the threat is there. Well, these um, are crazies. You just have to call it for what it is. Most, you know, they claim a readership of a million. I, I doubt that it's more like five. Yeah, uh, I hope they so. They distribute it. And, According to him, it's the world renowned something. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's more more, you know, conspiracy theories. Never heard of are it all till. like that. Of course, no, but no, I haven't heard of it either. Of course, it's a Toronto thing, so yeah, we we don't get it out here. But it, you know, there was a really good um, op-ed in and uh, the Globe and Mail uh, by Marcus Gee, and I completely agree with everything that he says in here. That using the law's hammer against your word news was a mistake, and I think it is a mistake. Uh, you bring attention. They love this attention. Are you kidding me? They, they, they couldn't. They literally couldn't buy this kind of PR. Better. They yeah, that's true. Buy. I was just thinking about that. You know, I did never hear about this until they brought it. Yeah. Front and, and center like this. Yeah. And you know, nobody's reading this. Just because it's being put out there doesn't mean that anybody's really reading it. 
it, it's net, but now it's, yeah. you, you know, it's well, sun, sunlight the issue, is the best disinfectant. Yeah. And the issue is maybe they're going to spawn some martyrs. Maybe they'll now absolutely. have more followers. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You, you created martyrs. So if they can't, if they can't take it down, then what's the point of a fine? Have they been forced to take that down? Well, the fine is nothing. No, they haven't. Yeah, no, they haven't. I, I just, then what's the point? So the, the, the penalty is is six months in prison, which would be uh, which would be a, a club pen. It wouldn't be anything <laughs> like you know a maximum a maximum security like Stony Mountain or something like that. Um, it would be. It would be, they, anybody could do this standing on their head. Five grand, that's 5000 or six months in, in minimum security. And if this stuff is still up on the website. Sure, yeah. If the uh, website is still there. Yeah, and it is. I just, yeah, that's a live, uh, I was just showing you a, a live thing. It, if you're going to have would, a law, make sure the, the punishment is effective. This is nothing. Well, this is why I think there's a couple of reasons why I like the solution that I proposed, and that is to make it a civil suit, a class action suit. You can you could Ooh, attach penalties yeah. that would be massive, yeah. massive in the millions, yeah. many millions. Not because, this crap that they're because you could easily demonstrate damage, and you can. It, it, the, the problem with the criminal tr uh, trial is one of the conditions that you have to meet. I'd, I'd love to get a lawyer on and talk about this because uh, my understanding is you have to prove, uh, you have to not prove, you have to show that the condition of mens rea is met. Mens rea is the Latin for guilty mind. So these people have to know that they were committing a crime to, to be convicted. And I just don't see that that was met. So it doesn't really well, belong they, they, in a criminal court. Yeah. But I don't like hate speech clause to begin with. If anything, they feel justified because the Bible. They're not going to not do it again. They're I not going to stop. I think hate speech laws are actually counterproductive. They put uh, push things underground where they can fester and grow unchallenged. And then they pop up at odd times, like, you know, American no. presidential elections. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they no. don't have hate. They don't speech have the laws, hate speech though. laws, but but still, well, I think, you pushed do it. Do they down. not they still? You can't you can't incite to violence, right? Right, that's right. Which you is can't pretty incite much to violence, thing. and you can't uh, yell fire in a crowd. Like, theater. don't yell. Yeah, yeah. That 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 that's as far as I go. Anything else, I think, is allowable. That doesn't mean it should stand unchallenged, or that I agree with anything. Oh, absolutely not. Well, uh, if, if it's not out there, how can you challenge it? Exactly. That's my that's my problem with it, you know. I want to yeah. hear who the, I want to hear yeah, this I stuff know so who I the know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. What's up? I want to hear yeah, who I the want to know my are. enemies. Know there. Uh, you know, a lot of these laws have already been struck down. I mean, the, the Jim Keekstra, who was another Alberta native, who was uh, claiming the Holocaust never happened. Uh, he was By native, you mean he was born from in Alberta as opposed to. A First Nations person in Alberta. Yeah. He's an Alberta native, and I just want uh, to be yeah, clear yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not as a Native American, like Indigenous, but he's yeah. Alberta homegrown. He said the Jews were lying about the Holocaust, yeah. very much like these guys are. Teaching in the classroom, too. Yeah. 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 I've, 
there's people that hate you that that I've met that came out of that classroom, and you will never oh, tell yeah. them different. Wow, because yeah. they took a they took one that. of those classes on a um, on a trip to the um, to the site. To, you know, sites in Germany and stuff like that, right? They say those are lie. And this girl uh-huh. said when she was pointing out, if the Holocaust happened, then the Jews earned it by, you know, taking all oh. the wealth. Oh, that's so sickening. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what he taught them. Oh. So I don't. Even, oh, okay, I, even I, if I that was true, this. they still didn't deserve the Holocaust. Okay. <laughs> But the Holocaust Look, didn't happen, no and they, yeah. they had to have their stuff taken away from them because they stole it in the first place. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's what she said. I had to walk out of the uh, room. I I never spoke with her again. <laughs> I couldn't. I just... Yeah, I, wow, I, I actually had somebody... Of you. Oh, I would have I would have fucking lost my shit on that one for sure. I was totally. a facilitator yeah. at the school, so I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just had to walk away from her. <laughs> Wow. I might have lost my shit anyway. I don't care. You know, like, fuck that kind of thinking and imposing on my, you know, truth space with your fucking <laughs> insanity. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But if, yeah. Keeks, if people are that, are, like, Keekster are teaching it, though, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, he's an actual teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and what do you do about these guys? You can fire him. That's, that's, that's yeah. fireable. Uh, so how do you undo what these people are doing? Well... Well, if we don't they, know what they're they doing, they can't because, really. you know. Like, seriously, yes. have they caused any serious, really serious? I, I don't think so. I think they're just so far out there, everybody points and laughs. Nope, I mean, some people believe it. That well, lady I, believed sure. it, and she was I, older than me. Oh, yeah, yeah but they're, they're, there's nothing you can do for the crazies. I mean, it's... Like, but they weren't, she wasn't, talk to them, well, you know? actually, she, she actually had also a bumper sticker saying that, some kind of vitamin could cure diabetes too so not exactly but the thing is if you have a teacher like that teaching you this stuff and you're brought up in the church like that it all kind of seems to and a linus pauling thinking linus pauling won won a nobel prize for physics and he he believed that vitamin c could cure anything (laughs) not just scurvy he wrote a book about it too uh yeah Yeah. he, he, he so you can be incredibly intelligent and be a total wingnut. Uh, we have a um, Stephen Cherry is asking, "What about slander and libel, where they have to prove their statements?" Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that that Bible is says, absolutely true. Yep, that's, yeah, that because was, saying it's in the Bible doesn't prove your yeah. statement. <laughs> it that's, proves that's, that that statement is out there, but it doesn't that's prove why it's I true. wanted to go to go to a civil court for class action lawsuit and and slander and libel. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that that is that I think is where it really belongs. Because and now, then the now, Bible can be on court. I would love to see that with the Bible that's in true. court. But there's that would there's, be a, awesome. there's an added plus to putting it into civil court because now it's a jury. In other words, people from the public. It isn't just a judge, so they can't point to the judge, oh the judge screwed us over and create, you know, more martyrdom for themselves. It was a jury that did it. Okay, I would say your peers, but nah, these guys are so. <laughs> these are these guys are sucking the bottom. Uh, yeah. To find to find their peers would be very difficult. Uh, but you know, reasonable people found that they were full of shit and lied and caused harm, and defamed a whole class of people. Yeah. And now you hit them with a huge. Uh, 
penalty and put them out of business. Yeah, I wish. That's how what I they're think doing now is useless. Yeah. Oh, the yeah the the current law is it has no teeth anyway. But I don't even like it because now they can say they can point to the government and say, "Oh, the government's going just out to get us." Great. Yeah, big government. It it's it's kind of backfires, and I would yeah that's anyway. Anyway, a uh, couple of douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I, I should show this. Uh, no, that's not what I want to show. Here. Yeah, here. <laughs> this is one of their posters that you know, you know Dimitri the the lover put put up. Uh, TorontoRealMen.org. Oh, brother! You see, when you hear the word "real," you know you're dealing with something. It's like real women. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that organization, Real Women in the United States? Yep. Yeah, religious, yep. hard, hardcore conservative women who are very anti-feminist to the point of anti anti equality and yeah. Yeah, be home barefoot and pregnant. Yes, pretty much kitchen. biblical, yeah, very yeah. biblical, very biblical. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, Dimitri the lover and this guy this uh, you can find stuff on YouTube. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> it's just <terrible. laughs> uh So so yeah, he's he's raped people before and now he's giving people Yeah, yeah. Telling people a real to do it. Yeah. So he it's did have a medical disgusting. medical license but lost it in Ontario and that's it. So he still calls himself Dr. Sears. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's legal or not. Wow. In Ontario. Uh, I think I, I know I know it's illegal to call yourself a doctor if you're a chiropractor in Ontario, which should be illegal everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you're They're not medical you're doctors. You're not a doctor. And Get they over. don't have PhDs either. No. No. They're if not I had my doctor way, it'd be only PhDs that could be called doctor. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in 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 Britain, actually, uh, their their doctors are called Mister or Ms. They're not called doctor. So I would be a doctor. So there. <laughs> yeah. So there. Oh. Yeah. Doctor versus physician. All right. Enough. Right? Enough yeah. self yeah. self-aggrandizing <laughs> behavior, and uh, uh, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna go to the regressive the left files uh, as soon as this stinger plays. The regressive, the regressive left, left files. All right, uh, that was disappointing. We didn't really disagree on this, on that last story. Oh well. Well, the law is useless, <laughs> so why bother? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, it, it makes me very uncomfortable to when I, you know, hate any any kind of curtailment of free speech. We've and heard we're see, stuff we're seeing too much in Europe of and stuff like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Like it's Count Dankula yeah. and Nazi oh, that was ridiculous. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that. The police have nothing better to do than, you know, like, they, you know, like maybe go after some, uh, what do they call them again? The uh, gangs, whatever. Yeah, grooming yeah, yeah. Gangs? Grooming gangs. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious. I mean, they wouldn't even admit their existence for the longest time. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, can't blame, you know, the, uh, how does Gad Sad put it? The can't blame the, the religion that cannot be named. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the religion of peace. The religion mm-hmm. of peace. Yeah, peace. Um, uh, God, sad's politics are right, too right for even me. But uh, I, I, I appreciate a lot of things he says. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
anyway, this uh, this was uh, the comedian rejected for Montreal shows after dreadlocks deemed cultural appropriation. <laughs> okay, so oh. yeah, we talked about we talked about the irony of the name. Yeah. So this guy. I have to point. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, and then uh, I got to point out another big irony. Sure. Oh, okay. Uh, so a- an aspiring Montreal comedian has been told that he cannot take part in shows at a university bar because his dreadlocks are a form of cultural. Uh, oh, sorry, I should uh, do this correctly. Cultural <laughs> appropriation. Here we go. <laughs> Sounds like the Borg. You will be assimilated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The I'm going to butcher this in French. I'm afraid. Sorry. Uh, The well, it says coupe, but I think it's co-op, co-op les récoltes, a bar and solidarity cooperative at the Université de Québec à Montréal, confirmed on Facebook its decision to exclude Zach Poitras, as who is white, which is funny. They have to point this out because of his hairstyle. Poitras denied a spot at the, wait for it, Snowflake (laughs) Comedy Club. And another evening of engaged humor declined comment. They declined comment. But they made a lot of other comments, which is interesting. They declined comment on the situation. Is not Poitras a Métis last name? I don't know. Is it? I I think it's a, I think so, but I'm not positive. Okay, the bar is operated by the University of Quebec at Montreal, branch of the Public Interest Research Group. That's one of that 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 no, that's kind of sending some flags up for me when I hear something like that, uh, which mm-hmm. focuses on environmental and social issues. Yeah, there, there's the red flag. In its Facebook <laughs> statement, the cooperative says its mission is to be quote a safe space free of relationships of oppression. Eek, unquote. Uh, well, okay. Not the ish, but yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so here it is. They're, they are saying wearing dreadlocks is a privilege for a white person, whereas a black person with the same hair is going to find himself refused access to job opportunities or spaces like apartments. They just refused this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of part right of the there. arm. Yeah. Don't you get the curtains? Right uh, there. Okay. I gotta read this quote here. They they said this. We will not tolerate any discrimination or harassment within our spaces. Uh, come on. Like, he just discriminated uh, against this guy for his hairstyle, <laughs> vilifying him, calling, putting a label on it as a cultural appropriation. This guy hasn't done anything bad to anyone. He's the one getting the yeah. discrimination. They, they the irony is lost on these people. And oh, on anybody so... in victimhood, part of victimhood culture, like they are snowflakes, and they are. You know, I, I'm sure the name wasn't chosen because they are snowflakes. Uh, the, you know, it was because it's winter in Quebec and it's there's snow. <laughs> but uh, boy, so much irony. Yeah, I, uh... it's you just can't write this. You can't write. Oh, I can. I obviously did write this, but uh, you can't make it up. I mean, it's it's very difficult. I mean, even okay, Patrick. so who, who says dreadlocks is exclusive to African Americans? People who are very bigoted because they're assuming. That, well, that, 
Yeah. Only black people wear them. Well, I, my hair will literally start dreading if I don't wash it for a couple sure, of days. Sure, it, it is. You, yeah, that's you've seen exactly my right. hair, right? And you know, I, after after this, like, yeah, mine freezes up and then clumps. How dare my, you? My daughter is telling me, "What's up? How dare you culturally appropriate dreadlocks by <laughs> not washing?" Well, that's your not hair. by sleeping, I suppose, and you know, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's true. That, but that's my exactly how dreadlocks time, You know, so yeah. now, now. Now they can appropriate that for their culture and no one else just because. Really? When is dyeing your hair going to become something else? The sign of a social justice warrior is one who acts on behalf of a demographic who never asked you in the first place. Yeah. Yep. To do it for them. That's right. Yeah. And stop it. Yeah, so, that's kind of put me over. Like I said, my daughter's been saying for a long time, you know, um, why don't you try dreadlocks? And I thought, nah, I won't bother, blah, blah, blah. But when you look, you know, I said this to a couple of people, I think I'm going to try dreads. And when you look at my hair, they said, yep, yep, I can see why you Now you're going to be stealing from another culture. Well, too bad. My hair dreads anyway, and it'll probably look a hell of a lot tidier, frankly, than it does when I, you know. What are they, I wonder what they say about people. Like redheads often have naturally curly hair, and so if they wear it as an afro are they culturally appropriating something that comes naturally to growing the hair out <laughs> I don't know I'm sure if I, my hair is short I'd, I'd uh, be very very curly or, or you know, are the they already an oppressed group because they're a ginger mm. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know ginger according to the South Park it's theory. a ginger thing yeah it's a ginger did thing. you ever hear, hear the Tim Minchin song okay so we need <laughs> no <laughs> is it ginger I want some uh, evidence. <sighs> I love this Canadian singer. I Justin want to know Bieber who faced first similar ever criticism. had which cult uh, because he posted photos of himself here. with uh, dreadlock blonde hair. Well, Kate. Okay. Yeah. I think he faces enough criticism for being a douchebag. But <laughs> And a talentless <laughs> hack. But <laughs> the poor guy, Justin Bieber. Who? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> guy has no talent. Okay, so who, whose culture did pop music come out of? Whose culture did the blues come Like, where are we going to draw the line at these things? Well, why can't we just enjoy each other's, yeah. you know, what we enjoy and what the hell, you know? Exactly. If we have to start saying, oh, well... The black people can't wear this because it's white stuff, and the white people can't wear this because it's black stuff. I mean, you have to have a list. You have to have a checklist, and say, okay, I, I tick off all the check marks. Of course, for me, it'd be like the check marks would be how to tick off everybody that has a problem with it. I'd be like, okay, uh, I'll be wearing dreads, and uh, what else? What what else is there culturally? Oh, definitely dream catchers. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Um, Feather headdresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Natives, you can kind of prove, but how is it making fun of them well, or stealing? Like, ah. Uh, we made dream catchers in school. Nowadays, we'd probably get in trouble for it. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm, not, I'm not sure what to eat anymore either. I don't know that's what to not eat. Very, yeah. not very PC, <laughs> that's for sure. My goodness. Making dream. <laughs> Wow. 
that's well, they were teaching us about indigenous <laughs> cultures, so they had us make dream catchers. It but was, was your it teacher was indigenous? No. Oh, you're, you're, oh wow, but, drawn and quartered. <laughs> you're, you're screwed. <laughs> Good thing I don't Good have any anymore hung out. up anywhere. The PC police would be on your doorstep with the, with the noose. Okay, so not, again, not I'll go. Noose. That's no, that's cultural appropriation. I'll go back to how much blood Jesus. do you have, to, or how much? <laughs> Sorry, oh, I, no, couldn't, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> that was awful. Oh yes, yes it was. Complaints score them to Randy. Was, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really terrible. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Twyla. <laughs> I'll just watch watch my back here. Uh, no, there's a cat. I don't know. I think they should. Uh, unless you're making money off of something, he's not making money off his dreadlocks. He's making money off of being comedian. This yeah, is exactly. bullshit. Exactly. Oops. <laughs> what was that? That, that was Your cat handy. tried to jump up on the window and fell. Was... I'm sorry. I'm laughing. You better check and make sure. Yeah, okay. he's okay. He's fine. He's. He does... I hope so. <laughs> he he's quite a character that cat. Uh, <laughs> but I just proved it. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's he's hilarious. Uh, this he's I, I swear he's half his genome is dog genome. Okay, now we got to make a gif out of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I should all the it's record. Well, it's, I'll get it off of the YouTube channel or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, but anyway, the, yeah, the whole thing is just irony after irony and. I don't, I don't want to know these people, and I certainly don't want them taking over important positions after university. I mean, there was something I, I um, somebody I follow on Twitter, he's a sociologist, and made a point that I had thought of just a few days before because I thought, you know, real life is going to eat these people up when they leave. The problem is that, you know, after what we've seen at uh, Google and a number of other places um, that there there's it's starting to get into the broader corporate world and there's some good things that that are being done like you know sexual harassment uh, uh, you know complaints are taken seriously and then there's other, other things that are just like this which are <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Because, I mean, maybe they're more robust now, but I remember sexual harassment policies in the 90s. Yeah, but if not earlier. Seriously, they right? were taken, though. Um, well, that's true. And and even again today, like I, I brought this point up before, if you're, if you're uh, you know, a little peon in a corporation and you're being harassed, um, how long yeah, is it going to take you to win that legal battle, right? Like, um, you've got a team of lawyers in a huge corporation against your word so most people are just going to quit and and yeah. move on you know well even if you which is shitty. succeed uh is your job safe uh well i would assume that no and the work environment yeah. what's the work yeah. environment after yeah. yeah your working environment you, you, like the awkward. Uh, people around you yeah it is it's it's very awkward well you would probably be depending on the size of the company you'd probably be moved to a, another you know away from this person who, who uh, 
harassed you. I hope. Yeah, but you know, you're harassing uh, one person. You're probably harassing more than just well, one. Well, that's <laughs> that's the thing. If you if you get this is the importance of actually speaking up because then there's a history. Yeah. And that that is on record. So, but it it is it is a decision that you have to really <laughs> weigh the pros and cons of before doing so because it, it's fraught with danger either way. And resources. Some people one just of the best ways, board. one of the best things to do is document when you told the person to stop and how you told them to stop and even record how you told them to stop or do it in writing. And then you have that documentation of the incident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you want to make sure that there's uh, save every email. Don't, yeah. don't delete the emails. Even if it doesn't seem like it, but save it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you in in any sexual harassment policy I've signed or read or been taught, you basically have to tell them to stop it, and then you yes, can. Yes, sure. <laughs> yeah, and if they they keep going, yeah, you take it up to HR. Yeah. How fascinating! You would think it would have to be consensual. You know, yeah. I give you consent versus you must stop it. Like no. why? Do, uh, well, there, I, have, I have a problem with that. Like, somebody's yeah. harassing you, and you have to tell them to stop it, rather than just going straight to, you know. Yeah, you have to. I mean, I get much. the I get the wisdom of it, and I, and I certainly would do it, obviously. But yeah, if you don't mind someone calling you honey, they can call you honey. But if you tell them to stop, they have to stop. Okay, I couldn't be buggered to you know report something like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, some people are bothered by it. I get Sweet called out occasionally. I don't have a problem with it. It's meant I don't in, know. A, in a friendly way. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. See, there's even store doesn't bother me. You know. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's where I usually get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's why you don't complain about everything. You just try to work it out between the person. But if they're grabbing your butt or something else that they should know. Yeah. The Seth Andrews calls those people the perpetually outraged. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So, the people, some people just yeah. have a need to be perpetually outraged. Well, the sexual harassment policy protects people that get accused too. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's a process, right? It is a process yeah. to determine yeah. what actually happened. Because sometimes you, not not mm -hmm. not every case is cut and dried. Maybe there was completely yeah. different perception of what happened. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the, she thought he was calling her uh, misheard um, or, or it was misspoke. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, you have to determine things because once this is why I don't accept subjective opinion as evidence in objective claims because perceptions are different for different people. Yeah. And how they perceive an event can be completely different than what actually happened. <laughs> yeah. that's why you need to document things yes on both sides oh yeah if you got emails gold if you're getting that's accused cool. of something write it down yeah, don't email it <laughs> jesus yeah some people write just it don't down, understand it's amazing you understand that this so that when can come back to bite them it's amazing yeah say what say what conversation yeah. document the actual conversation you had with the person when they oh, yeah. confronted you. Write it down afterwards immediately. Yeah, what what happened? Yeah, or if they you can work, record it. Work for Comey, which won't be admissible, but 
Not that, not that Comey was being sexually harassed by Donald Trump, but uh, like I say, Comey, Comey wrote down what uh, transpired after every meeting. He was very, very... Um, yeah. Uh, meticulous. Uh, yes, meticulous. I was going to yeah, say. Anytime yeah. you feel something really wacky is going on, which is probably never. I've never had yeah. to do this, so... If it feels oh. hinky, it probably is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just write it down. Just you never it. know. There's or a, like I, I mean, said, you know, record it. It wouldn't be admissible in court, but it would help you reconstruct a narrative. Yeah, say so you just yeah. have to talk to yeah, HR. Right? Good you know? point. Yeah. What if it just goes to HR? What's up? So. Yeah. There's a there was a book that I was trying to I'm trying to remember the title of, and it, it's really interesting. It's 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 a book that tells you trust your instincts about the the intents of people and i can't remember the like 15 seconds or something like that it's uh, your your first instincts are correct if you think that somebody's trying to do something bad to you if you get that gut feeling trust it get out of there Mm -hmm. yeah 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 well okay here's a case in point i should never have taken this job um the, when I was being interviewed, the man put his leg against mine, and I moved it, and he did it again. Something happened in the future that that should have warned me about, looking in hindsight. So, yeah, if if someone's doing something, don't question it anymore. Just Yeah, it stuck out in your mind, obvious, that you realized that it was something wrong. Yeah. Trust that if I'd run If I had run away then, I would have avoided a much worse situation. So where was it? I'm trying to find that book because I really want to let people know about it. It's a really good book. My books. That sounds like something I'd like to get. Yeah. Um, I can't for the life of me remember it. So I'll see if I Here can we find are, you you know, promoting going on our instincts while we're supposed to be a reason based skeptic. But it's true. Sometimes you just get a oh, vibe, yeah. you know, for when lack of a better word. You know, you got to understand. It's we evolved to read cues of other people and their intents. So it's not unreasonable. Sometimes it's blatant. Well, like he blatantly stuck his leg against mine, but I still questioned it. I shouldn't have. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna have like that. That was evidence right there. (laughs) I I keep thinking of like some of the things I've done that have been awkward. Like Randy, when I hugged you and you didn't appreciate that, and you know, (laughs) another time. Yeah, but not to me. He thought I was out of my. (laughs) But you know, like I, I, I'm unused. It it can happen both ways around, right? Yeah. Um, Another time, I was at a conference and I was just you know having a few drinks and people were kind of squished so i had my leg next to another guy's and you know i didn't think twice about it and no you know, but a little later he's like did i misread you and i'm like yes you did i'm sorry if you know? you're in <laughs> yeah, a job yeah. interview and it's a one-on-one he shouldn't be sticking his leg next to yours like just yeah, mm. yeah. following mm-hmm. your leg around putting it right that's inappropriate don't question but, it but even still like women can do some pretty inappropriate stuff too and i've i've questioned some of the things that i've done and how they've been oh, misinterpreted just like that, whatever, i'm right? not you saying know. god girls never do this yeah yeah but it's been totally like i hug people it's just what i do and now i find out not just from you randy but from another guy that that made them feel uncomfortable and i feel really bad about that it's, and, un- it's uh, uncomfortable because you know, it i'm not used me. to it 
I'm not used to it. Yeah, thought, yeah. And my we, a... my family's just huggy. It was nothing. I wasn't. Um, it was nothing sexual. And um, and you're listening. You no. Know? Pardon me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, it turns out the other guy who kind of oh, I'm uncomfortable with that. He he'd actually been harassed by a woman. And I'm like, oh my god, I I just I didn't know, and yeah, it was nothing but going like that. Forward, you can learn to ask. Yeah, yeah. That's well, that's I'm glad all. I said he was uncomfortable because now I know not to hug that person, right? You know, except you, Randy. I'm hugging you anyway. <laughs> and if not, your wife. Well, I just cat. like pushing your buttons too, so it's. Uh, uh, I can't find that's... the book, but Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I, that's that, well, that's all I got for tonight. Anyway, I'm I'm hey, mm. look at that an hour and a half. I think we're average. That's what our average is these days is about an hour and a half. So uh, I did want to mention perfect. the passing of Deborah Taggart. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did not know how, Deborah, but you'll have to tell me yeah, who she was. It was, she is so wonderful, or she was, and it was just such a shock. She was planning her wedding. They'd adopted a child, and um, she, you know, I guess died in her sleep. I don't really know too much more other than oh, that. Right. Uh, you know, um, she'll be missed. There was so many Facebook posts, and it was so wonderful oh to see um, people honoring her and her memory. And, uh, yeah, there'll be more to come in the future. Um, yeah, so mm -hmm. we lost a good one. Yeah. So Thank rest you. in peace. Um, she was also known as Heretic Woman. And she was yeah. on a few podcasts, but the one I remember the most was, um, um, what was it, The Trailer Park? No. Beyond the Trailer Park. Yeah, that was hers and Beth's. And, uh, yeah, and she just done an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Life is short and fleeting, people. Enjoy every moment and love the people you love with all your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So I guess I could try for two weeks from now and hopefully nothing. I'd love it if I didn't have to do the podcast again. <laughs> that, <laughs> mean the, that means that uh, all would be right, right with the world. But right. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got one about the birth control pill and something oh, that's yeah. going on in Canada. So I don't want to talk about the mega kid. But yeah, <laughs> so next week, I'm, I have quite a write-up, actually, because something came to my attention that's actually quite interesting. So... I did want to briefly discuss the MAGA kid and um, all that went on there. And Isn't it kids? Yeah. Well, they were was, all wearing hats. It was hats. that one iconic image of that boy staring down the, um, you know, the guy that was drumming, right? And, yeah, and he was And coming. did the media get it wrong? And some people are still doubling down, even though there's, you know, an hour of footage that shows the context. Yeah. All the and, indigenous and man the, was the doing were, was trying to defuse a situation. And then, of course... The boy's his behavior towards the indigenous man trying to defuse the situation was still inappropriate, but the whole context of all of it together shouldn't have been ignored. However, their behavior all along with that going to the events, the man who gave them the mega hats—that's interesting as well. The man, yeah, who, I, yeah, it's a huge, huge from this to this. You should look into the man who gave them the hats too and where yeah. where they were going they were going to an anti-choice event yeah and well that's true so catholic you know how they ship catholic kids and on buses to attend these things whether the kids want to or not and it sounds to me like they were you know the kids themselves were being targeted for um by that uh, uh 
I don't know, um, very anti-Semitic group of black people. I can't remember what they're called now. Okay, I don't Calling understand the boys this. And, How know. is there anti-Semitic black group? That sounds like <sighs> conspiracy nonsense to me. Oh, it was a group. Well, not, of course it is, but they're fucking nuts. Louis, Louis Farrakhan. They're a hate group. He's pure anti-Semitism. That's one of the things that that's been was he there out of the women's march. No, was oh, he there? So. Yeah. No, but there are. So, you know, if you want to so talk these about kids were getting into there, it yeah. with each other. Uh huh. And this indigenous guy was trying to defuse it. And then there's whole more backstory. So look into the guy who gave them the hats, especially. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. This anti-Semitism. You're saying like, but the women's march was another interesting thing too. I'm so glad that leadership finally got cut out because I've known about this, you know, we've known about this bullshit forever. It seems, you know, ugh. <laughs> we've talked about Linda before and um, this just came as no surprise and I'm finally glad it's come to light. Anyways, we have lots to talk about next week too. <laughs> right. Two weeks from now. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, the yes. news cycle out of past, but yeah. Oh, not this one. I, the no, one I came sounds like this- it. The one about the birth control pill will continue for quite some time. I'm hoping it does. It, I already do. What is the controversy? And there's people that are against it and their motives. So it's it's all very interesting. Hmm. Well, I'll look forward to hearing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of what you wrote. I didn't know that uh, about uh, about the uh, birth control pill and uh, the relationship between that and the Pope. And the yeah. can the yeah. Canadian people that are against doing what I do. I want to talk about that. Okay. Actually, right, well, you do? No. <laughs> okay, well, I can sign off then. We saved it for two weeks. And then. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to the Legion of Reason Diversion coming to you from Alberta, Canada. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to our bi-weekly podcast on iTunes and other podcatchers. Even better... Subscribe to our YouTube live sessions where you can join in on the discussion. Thanks for giving us a listen. Music and other sound effects under license from audioblocks.com.